0: Welcome to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zig Zag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smokin' Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour. Cut me in two and I just can't let you be But well, it's a free for all and a hard affair You can bet your life Stakes are high and so am I it's In the air tonight It's gonna be a rock and roll weekend Eight o'clock when the show begins Get on the phone with all your friends Tell them it's gone
1: Hey, man, how you doing? I almost don't recognize your voice. Who is this? You know
2: what? I don't even recognize it either the whole time I was talking. To you. I was talking to you. You,
1: you saved your voice for the show. I did.
2: I did. I told whenever people would talk to me, I just said, I held up a sign that said resting for the show
1: and gave them today's it, date. So I there's
2: a the title out there just writing it down with zigzag Dag, co hostess with the most.
1: Oh, my goodness. You're oh, sure, when you all tell people you couldn't talk, you should have tried sure to, try to uh, sell them a pencil so they can make some money.
2: I didn't want to read either because I, I really was resting my reading skills as well, Rufus. I don't I didn't want to read and not and talk. I, I wasn't doing either. i resting but, my reading but,
1: skills for years.
2: I was a proverbial meat sack
1: for my whole vacation. I really well, was. let get into it. I'm curious about the vacation. That's the first thing on my list to talk about Is is what happened, getting there, being there, and coming back.
2: Let me tell you one thing about uh, going on vacation, Rufus. I don't, when you drove, you drive places, right? And I'm not talking about driving to Fort Smith to pick up a couple cases of beer to get you through week. weekend. I'm talking about a long eight-hour rest stop late in Thursday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let me tell you what I realized on this trip. It's like every time I went into a rest stop, right, and I don't shit on the road. I don't really shit, like, out in public at all. But every time I was at a fucking rest That's stop, good. dude, I pull up to the fucking urinal, and I start taking a whiz, and all of a sudden, it's like some dude in the fucking rest stop, like, shitter part, sounds like he's wrestling a fucking bear while he's trying to take his shit. It's always like... Really? <laughs> and then you know what the grossest part is, dude? When you can hear the turd actually break the water. When you can, like, hear oh, it yes. slip into the fucking water. I about fucking puked on myself.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, this because he's probably a trucker that's been, like, stationed there for three days, eating nothing but those greasy-ass kolaches they make at the truck stop. It, but, see, it'd be, it'd be
2: one thing if it was, like, just one truck stop that that happened at. Not even truck stop, but rest stop. But it happens, like, every time, dude. And we probably stopped ten times because my daughter's seven years old. So it's like... Oh, yeah go drive 40 minutes and, like, stop to go pee just because she's bored of watching eight hours of fucking SpongeBob in the back of the car. But it's like every time we went to these rest stops, dude, I could walk in the bathroom, and I'm telling you, it sounded like someone was wrestling a bear in one of the stalls.
1: Well, I'm sure. I mean, those truckers, they're they're constantly eating the most disgusting food imaginable while having their bowels, like, rumbled By eighteen wheels, so you know whenever they got to go, they got to go, but they got to be flushed up, man. After all that grease and shit.
2: What I'll tell you, what was very confusing, Rufus, is probably the gender lines that are in truck stop and, and rest stop bathrooms. There was a lot of times where I'm like, is that a man or a woman? I mean, there's a lot of people out there that you can't really tell the difference, and I don't think they're doing it on purpose. I just don't think you can tell. I think you reach like a certain point of like being over 600 pounds where you're not you're like asexual you're just like you've just reached a point where it, you don't know if you like have man boobs or woman boobs and you haven't like seen your
1: junk in so long that it just it doesn't
2: yeah.
1: matter yet i think the, the first step is when you look down and you can't see your own junk the next step is when no other human being could look at you and determine what side of the species you're on
2: you know, and what 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 we should do is like open up a gender non-specific clothing store, right? Where people could just come in and buy a tan pair of pants and a denim shirt, and I mean that's all we would have to sell,
1: and it would just be well, like, they, all
2: right, everybody is wearing the same thing.
1: Is that called Ross? <laughs>
2: oh, you know what? I think you're right. I think it is. Okay, we need but we need to make sure they're all in just a uh, quadruple extra large sizes. Yeah, and I'm not a yeah. by any means, but I'm telling you, when you when you're as fat as me, you can make as fun of any fat people that you want. It doesn't really matter.
1: Well, that's I true. Have life. That's, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's not true. You're not that fat. But Roth is for like unisex people that also have like one leg half a foot longer than the other.
2: You know, and that gets me back to a good point. I remember a couple of years ago that we had an idea. For a website where it sold you like a shoe that was half a size bigger or smaller. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I have one foot that is honestly an eleven, and I think my other foot is obviously a ten and a half. So every time I buy a pair of shoes, I'm like, this one fits perfect, this one's too loose. You know what I mean? Or this one fits perfect, this one's too tight.
1: Is it because you don't cut your toenails evenly?
2: Well, I mean, I'm sure that has something to do with it, but I'm even talking open-toed sandals, which I I'd like to wear to showcase my long. But you know what's funny is, like on my trip, someone asked me if my toenails were made of mahogany, and I, I, I like to think that they, they are.
1: <laughs> is that right? That's funny because I was going to say that there's no way, given my funchy te- my funchy toenail issues, there's no way I, I I would not wear an open-toed sandal. For the benefit of mankind. I mean, I don't want to subject them to my mahogany-colored fucking toenail. <laughs> your,
2: fu- your fungi-colored toenail. I mean, it, you know what? Is it growing like a hair? It's, like, so fungi fine that it's, like, got hair growing on Maybe you could, like, part the hair on your toenail or do it up real nice for your trip.
1: <laughs> well, I thought that spores, just, it's just a cloud of spores come out from underneath it.
2: <laughs> it's so funny, too, because I remember that time when you were walking bare through, through the uh, – through the yard and, and behind you was like, a whole trail of mushrooms. Yeah. yeah
3: that's right.
1: That's true. Like, Smurfs live between my toes. <laughs> that's interesting. Have you ever
2: eaten, like, do you think people ever eat their toenail jam? you think there's a person out there that's, like, got a huge fucking wad of toenail jam stuck in their stomach and is going to have to have surgery?
1: Uh. Jesus Christ, that's fucking disgusting. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, there's got to be some one weird dude out there who's just, like, eating his toenails and stuff, even if they're infected. God damn, that's disgusting.
2: So you're really going
1: to go on this trip, and you're not going to wear sandals or walk
2: barefoot on the beach?
1: No, I'll get sandals, but I'll get the clothes-toed. I used to have some Mm clothes-toed. There were sandals, but they just had the, the protective thing over the toes. And I'll, I'll I'll walk barefoot. Um, in in yeah, well, I'll wade barefoot. I would. I
2: wonder if it's going to be painful to take your toes through the salt water. Like the first couple days, you'll probably be like, oh. But then maybe it'll miraculously heal what you got going on down there with your toenails.
1: You never know. It could be. It could be. No, it's always painless. Oh, I've, I've had my I've disgusting, had uh, putrid <laughs> bunch of my <white> toenails <laughs> in salt water before. before. Yeah, sorry. I mean hopefully a uh, uh, jellyfish will just wrap around there and sting all that shit away. You know what? That could happen. Maybe
2: you'll come up, dude, and there'll be a bunch of snails feeding on your toes. Escarg toe. <laughs> toe. There you go, folks. <laughs> that's stay right tuned into the hypersoft happy Hour. Because we can bring you gems like Escarg Toe. You didn't no one's ever <laughs> said that before, I guarantee it.
1: Never. Never. We coined it.
2: Right, he coined it. Experimental radio here with the Hypersloth Happy Hour. Big
1: plans for the Fourth, Rufus? No, no. I mean, uh, pretty much a normal weekend, which means it'll be too short. Half of it I won't enjoy. The other half I'll be praying for work to start so I can get away from the family. Um, so yeah, go go USA. You know, love my family. Great bunch
2: of people. But you know that I've been on. Uh, Vacation for two weeks. Two weeks straight, I was yes. on vacation. First week, great. Second week, it's just like I don't know. I felt like so guilty that I wasn't at work. That I, oh, I was God. like having I an anxiety attack. I think I had to I double understand. up. On, I was yeah. I was triple fisted instead of my usual double fisted self, just to take the That's edge off. Said. That is what she said. And then she introduced me to the guy, and he seemed pretty nice.
1: <laughs> yeah no sure. I, I i'm the same way i can't relax on a vacation except for the, like the first two days after the long-ass drive you're like oh yeah fuck yeah this is great you know thank god i can relax and then the third day you're like i got so much fucking shit to do that i'm not doing that's paying for this vacation oh my god and you have a panic attack and yeah the vacation still exist for guys like us
2: You know, and who really needs pictures for a vacation, dude? I'm going to get to relive the whole vacation again in 30 days when Visa sends me the bill for it. I can be like, oh, yeah, that was that horrible meal that we overpaid for.
4: Oh, yeah, there
2: there was $25 for that uh, inflatable dolphin that my daughter had to have that lasted like 45 seconds after it got down to the pool. Oh, my God. So many happy memories. Just so many happy memories. I'm going to. You'll be lucky if I don't have a heart attack when I open up the fucking uh, bill from Visa and realize how much fun we didn't have and how much it cost.
1: Visa's probably already, like, pre-calculated in your medical bills from that heart attack. They're like, we're never going have a heart attack. We've, we've already put in $50,000 to cover that for you that you owe us. Well, That's here's right. the
2: deal, dude. Awesome. I, I actually have a thing on my visa where I pay $5 a month for in, for heart attack insurance from opening the bill. So if it ever does happen, luckily I've been paying them $5 a month to cover me when, when it does eventually happen. Oh, great. Nice. I wonder if you could – you know, I saw this thing where Mariah Carey, she has insurance on her legs and, like, her voice or something, right? I mean – How do you? There's no way. Is that a real thing? Could you? I mean, what's to stop her from like cutting her leg and being like, okay, now I need to make a fucking collection on my million dollar life and or leg insurance policy. Who writes that policy?
1: Uh, I don't know, but that that is a policy. There's some insurance company that covers celebrities for things like that, like their looks and their legs. I think Tina Turner's legs are covered by like a twenty million dollar insurance policy. But you're now, if you're like. Well, not now I mean they're probably down to like five million per right, ankle, yeah. you know. <laughs> it, it, they they probably deduce a million every time a varicose vein pops up. But um, yeah, if you're down and out, celebrity, and you've got 20 million dollars worth of insurance on your legs, I I'd take a baseball bat to my shin bone and heartbeat. I would
2: I would probably just go lay on the nearest railroad tracks. Get you can,
1: can sue the railroad company. As Man, well. it's
2: like a win win. It's a, a Johnny Cochran win win for everybody. Everybody wins in that, except for OJ.
1: You get your insurance money, you get the, uh, the lawsuit from the railroad companies, and you get to sit on your ass for the rest of your life. You know That's what, dude? That's a beautiful I situation.
2: I would love to hear if anybody's ever collected on one of those fucking policies. You know I what I mean? Because imagine know. what they That's... could write into there. I mean, you can't smoke. I'm saying that if you have your voice protected, or even your legs, I mean, you can't wear short skirts. I mean, you can't I – mean, what the fuck? I mean, there'd be so many things. I'm like, you can't – your legs need to be, like, wrapped
1: in plastic then. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how it all works out. It's probably more of a status thing. I mean, these insurance companies probably just do it because they're making more money off the deal. I mean, I or it's just time... ad campaign. It, yeah, it, it, it might be a whole big PR fucking thing. I, for
2: I can start a thing online where I'm like, I just fucking uh, totally got insurance on my cock and balls for five million fucking dollars. Five million dollars I've got my dick insured for. And that would like probably make a headline somewhere. And I would be like, Rufus, will you give me five dollars? Five million dollars if my cock and balls ever get cut off? And then you'd be like, sure. And I'll just never try to collect it. Legitimately, I have five million dollars insurance on my cock and balls. Or should I do five million per
1: ball? I I would do a, a per ball agreement, absolutely. Because you know, a, a, you might lose one ball. There's many situations where you could lose one ball. So I would I would do five million each for sure. What's
2: more important, the cock or the balls, Rufus?
1: I would say the balls because they they produce what drives the cock, and if you don't have the right. balls, then you just gotta. A, a yeah, but if you alcohol. don't,
2: if you don't have the dick, why have the fucking balls? I mean, you can't. There's balls are no good without the
1: dick. Dude, could you could you imagine? I've, I've, often, I've often thought about this. Like eunuchs and shit, or people that get castrated. Honestly, I think they probably live a pretty stress-free fucking life. They oh don't have God. the desire to compete to uh, win over the fucking broad. But if you had balls but no dick, oh I'm, Jesus! I'm a, a gun in my mouth. I mean, i am kill myself. I mean, if, I mean, if you had the the drive but not the means, that that would be it.
2: Dude, if I can't go like fucking three days without a release, I couldn't imagine going like a month. I would probably fucking just start punching random people. Maybe that's why you. Maybe ISIS people are fucking angry because they're not allowed to masturbate or something. But I know a guy, right? This is a true story. I know a guy who said that he fucking has never masturbated, right? This is a fucking 50-year-old so you... guy who told me that. But the same guy also told me, how strange is this? That Well, he didn't just tell me. He told me and a couple other friends that when he went to the doctor for his first rectal exam, he fucking squirted.
1: Wow, that's, that's an interesting situation because my first response is, so you know a fifty year old liar. But right I, if he if he's never done it and he's that wound up, I could see him just exploding the moment you know a doctor
2: Well he's married
1: but still he's stuff. a married guy. Okay, Dude, if he's I married, he's what, definitely you, masturbated.
2: Let, let me tell you something. When when I right before I met you, Rufus, in uh, Austin, I dated a chick, right? And we dated for a couple of years and I told this chick that I never masturbated. Just so she would have to give me a hand job every day. Is that wrong? Is that wrong with
1: me? <laughs> oh my God! Did you play the uh, the willing apprentice? Can you show me how to do it? I don't know.
2: <laughs> I just was like, no, I don't. That's so weird. Now jack that shit.
1: Now <laughs> <laughs> jack that shit, man. The crazy right. Hang on, I gotta... she
2: actually believed me. Little little did she know I was jacking off twice myself every day and she was just a supplemental release well, a, lot it's stupid, right? a lot of crispy towels back then did I ever tell you about the time that I was on academic probation at St. Edward's okay oh wow okay yeah yeah unbelievable you know and luckily that's all it was if you think about it I mean my my second semester at St. Edwards, dude, all of me and, like, any of the guys I have, there's, like, smoke pot, drink beer, and go to Zilker Park in Barton Springs every fucking day instead of doing anything. Or or sit in the dorm room and watch the afternoon movie on uh, TV. Oh, sure. But So I was on academic probation, and, and then I, I got a lady, right, who was right. supposed to. She, I don't, not mentor, I guess. She's like the person I had to check in with, right? And like say, oh yeah, this class is doing fine, blah, blah, blah. She would get like reports on my classes or whatever. Okay. And her name was Katie. That's a true name. That's a real name. Like, I like it. So she like, she like had a thing for me, right? And I was nice to her because I'm like, well, what do I do? you know, I can't be like, blow this chick off. My my future pretty much is in her fucking hands. Right? She could easily sure. probably have me released from fucking St. Edward's or something. So, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. So, uh, that's a true story, Rufus. So, she, she like, starts being really nice to me and all this stuff, and one day she shows up at my fucking apartment.
3: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, she shows, she's not the most attractive chick in the world, either. She's not the All ugliest, right. but she's not. She has some big bazonkas. I'll tell you that. But she's that not makes the ugliest world, and she shows up to my apartment, right, one day, and, like, I'm just sitting there. I didn't know she was coming or anything, and she's she's like, hey, how you doing? She comes in and is like, do you have any beer? I'm like, yeah. So we, like, pop a couple beers, and, like, ten minutes okay. in, dude, she's, like, sticking her fucking tongue down my throat. No That's rape. Mind. That's
3: mouth rape. Did it you was report mouth
2: her? rape. It was total mouth rape. And uh, so she takes off her shirt. Well, it turns out she's on her period, of course. And she. Wait, how, how did it, that
1: come up at this point? She's. She's. Getting well, me I mean, I'm shirt. like,
2: okay, you're sticking your tongue down my throat, and you took off your shirt. Obviously, I'm half inebriated, as it was after 12 noon. So of course, I was kind of <laughs> shit faced already. No, when course. she showed up at 12.15. But, um, so, long story short, she gave me a hand job and then left.
1: And did you pass school? I, I did,
2: and then it was really weird. I did pass school, luckily. but then I'm thinking about it, I guess it wouldn't really be up to her as long as I was doing okay in my classes. But she, I got a letter saying that I was being transferred, because you have to, I had to be on academic probation for two semesters. That's kind of how they do it. And... Ooh. I was being transferred to a guy named Brother Renard, and I'm like, God, I hope he doesn't fucking come over to my apartment and stick his tongue to my throat and give me a handjob.
1: <laughs> wow, how awkward would that be? Yeah. Something to talk about been. a confessional.
2: So then I see her, at, like a year later, I see her in the bowling alley on William Cannon, actually, when we were living together. I see her really? at the bowling alley, it's probably maybe like two years later. Uh, at the bowling alley on William Cannon, and I guess she's with her boyfriend or something because she acted like she didn't know who I was. Uh-oh. I was pretty hurt. And so I like went up to her and I'm like, hey, it's me, Dom, remember you gave, or Zigzag, you gave me a fucking handjob.
1: Didn't ring any bells, <laughs> I guess. Oh, man, you should have wept it up, but like, you don't recognize my I face, but surely you recognize this.
2: Exactly, surely you recognize the hog, the grand knight. As I call him. The <laughs> dog, oh, the killer bassa. The killer bassa. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious about your vacation, Rufus. You know, I just want to let you know that there was a couple people attacked by sharks down there at Oak Island in the last year, and wow, actually while man. I was down there. So be vigilant, please. Be vigilant.
1: Is it deep water? I mean, I thought it was like calm shit, you know, that water that you just kind of wait around and the the waves kind of laugh at your calves casually, but there's sharks and shit?
2: Oh, sharks are actually shallow water predators. They don't really go to deep water.
1: Alright, I'm not going. I'm just not going now.
2: You should go. Just just, uh, you know what? Why don't you get an insurance policy out on your on your hands? At least you'll be able to play guitar and masturbate if you if you something, something happens to your hands, because that last guy that got attacked, it bit off his fingertips.
1: Just so you know. Is there okay? We we have to take a ferry out to the island. Is that ferry that like choppy waters? Am I gonna get like seasick? No, no, or? no. No, you're gonna take two ferries actually.
2: Uh, two ferries. So, yeah, we'll you take one ferry just to catch another ferry. Lucky you. I'll take a ferry to a ferry. A ferry? You're gonna take a ferry from Curie Beach where I just was, and this is so small town, dude, you're not gonna believe it. You're gonna you're gonna be like breathing the same air that I breathed when I was there. But well high. you might be doing that anyways. Maybe the same smoke. But you're gonna take a ferry from Curie Beach to Southport and then a, a ferry from Southport to Oak to
1: Baldhead Island.
2: Are you going to Baldhead what? Island or
1: Oak Island? I can't remember. Uh oh, Baldhead. Baldhead Island. Yes. Well, what so beer,
2: dude. You're going to have three places to eat while you're there. I'm sure you've done all the, you've seen all the reviews and whatnot about what's going to go down there. Haven't you?
1: I've researched the place. I mean, it looks like, uh, yeah, an expensive fucking Island for sure.
2: And everything closes early. You got like three places that you get to choose from eat from. Are you guys like planning on doing a big shop or something? Like cooking at your house or what are you doing? Are you eating out every meal?
1: Uh I, I really have no idea. It's it's me, my son, my brother, his wife and their kids and my parents and it's just a big family thing. We got a house, like a you know, one of those right. big ass houses that are awesome. And we're just gonna be there a few days. But my my brother and his wife, that's that's where they did their honeymoon. So they're familiar with it. I'm not, my parents aren't. But I mean the whole idea is just to, you know, be there and do stuff.
2: So basically, you're going to go on this thing with your brother and his wife, and the whole time they're going to be like, there's where we did this and that on our honeymoon and, like, have a quick make-out session in front of everybody? Is that what's going to happen?
1: Yeah. I'll be like, can you reenact that for me, please? So
2: just reenact every bit of your honeymoon for us and tell us how you did so much stuff on your vacation while you were on your precious
1: fucking honeymoon.
2: <laughs>
1: can you reenact how this child came to be right before my eyes?
2: We, me and my wife are never planning going back to where we honeymooned because we probably will be having a divorce moon then. Like where we're just going to go and get together and be like split our stuff up because we almost got divorced on our honeymoon.
1: Well, how, how the fuck does that happen?
2: Well, I mean, it was a long couple of days getting married. dude. You, do you remember your wedding? Do you remember like the events leading up to your wedding and like your actual
1: wedding and all that stuff? We didn't do any of that shit, dude. I, I, I swear to God, we – here's the deal about our wedding. This is so funny. Uh, I don't I don't truck with any of that pomp and circumstance bullshit. So I said, look, we're going to go to the courthouse and get it done. That's it. My brother came down, the same brother that's going to be in Bald Head Island. My wife dressed up. I dressed up. We all drove to the courthouse. And the judge was like, did you have the marriage certificate? And I was like, well, I thought you guys would have that fucking shit. And she was like, no, you got to get that ahead of time and so we didn't have it we didn't get married we came back to the house and grilled and got drunk and then it was like the next week in Austin I was working in Austin my wife was working in Austin I called her up and uh, I said look let's just meet on our lunch break at the fucking courthouse and on our lunch break we met at the courthouse signed the papers got married and then went back to work that that was our wedding experience we didn't do the whole fucking bullshit you for nothing. my
2: friend are you true romantic? If I've ever heard of the word <laughs> No, I'm not. And I don't I want have anything to do with you now.
1: It's a it's a contractual agreement and that's how I treated it. You know, it's like let's go
2: Quick do the
1: question. paperwork. It was like and the D M V. Can... We just did it.
2: This is a legitimate question. Why in the fuck did you get dressed up to go to the courthouse and get married? Why are you bothering getting dressed up? I, uh, I, I your, had, I'm just wondering why people do that. I don't get it.
1: I had to give a little bit. I mean, I I, I forbade the entire whole ceremony with all the family and right. the walking down the aisle shit. I was like I was like, okay, I'll let out we'll dress up. We'll make it something a little bit, you know. That <laughs> no, that's way.
2: Like, That's like dressing up to go to fucking court though. What is the fucking use? I mean, here you guys. It? You get no, your you're right. Taken, when you get your picture taken of the two of you outside of the fucking courthouse, dressed up, it, it's almost. It seems sad to me. It seems a little sad. I don't want to see people doing that.
1: That scares me. Get married because well, you even, have to, not because you want to. It's even sadder than that because we didn't even get married that day because we didn't have the 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 license, the certificate that we thought they would provide. And I'm like, no. You had to get that beforehand. It was like okay, so all dressed up, we went back to the house and just drank some beer and barbecued.
2: Did well, you we actually sex? got
1: married? Did you have honeymoon sex that night
2: uh, before you just was married? Probably. probably we, did because
1: you weren't married yet. Yeah, that was back in the day. You know, that was back in the day when you know, things were fresh and popping, and uh, you know, it was a roller coaster ride. A roller um, not coaster like,
2: ride. Wow. You sound like a very lucky man.
1: Well, I I I was. Now things are 15 years later. and Now
2: it's bumper cars. You're like hitting her and she's like bumping away from you as fast <laughs> as you can.
1: No, no. It's more like a, a solo ride on a dusty road <laughs> where I'm shifting my own gears.
2: I think they call that one the zipper.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they might. They might.
2: Well, anyway, like long story short some old REO Wait. speed wagon because that's like what they're playing because there's actually uh, in Carolina Beach, I'm guessing dude, you guys need to make your way into like Carolina beach and stuff like that in the aquarium because that's some pretty nice stuff Oh, yeah, and it's really? not a big deal dude you take your you take your golf cart on the ferry. it's like a two minute ferry ride. you're thinking it's like a fucking long ride or something. you can see the other side. Like when you get on the ferry.
1: Well, the website said it was like 20 minutes. Or okay, maybe it's like,
2: it's like 15 minutes. But, I mean, it's worth
1: <laughs> it. it. Actually, it's <laughs> an interesting ride. 15 minutes of me being seasick and thrown up over the side. Is that what I'm looking forward to? No,
2: dude, there's no waves. You won't even know you're on a boat except for the diesel smell. That might make you feel <laughs>
1: You should write that on their Yelp page review. <laughs> they should. You you well, you're, you're on both, except for the diesel Smooth smell. The
2: most disgusting ride ever. Smoothest, as ride I've
1: ever had on a ferry. Oh,
2: my God. <laughs> Dude, the deal is if this ferry sank, you could get out and, like, walk to shore. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: why didn't I just wade there anyway? Why do I need Probably a ferry? Too. I'll just. Yeah. <laughs> Just
2: get a, an inflatable the ferry, raft. The ferry ride is so long it costs like a dollar fifty for to take your fucking car across.
1: What? Okay, I'm looking at the wrong ferry because, man, these boys are charging more than that, and you can't take no, your car. No, it's like six bucks. It's like six bucks. Right, I'm not going. That's ridiculous.
2: Well, you won't have to. It's only three dollars for a golf cart. I hope you guys are
1: gonna get a golf cart while you're there. Are the you uh, guys supplies a golf cart?
2: Dude, just one or, like, one for everyone?
1: Uh, that I don't know, actually. I, I think it's just one, but maybe they have multiples. Here's what I
2: Down there, dude, it, people are driving golf carts, like, down the road, like they're fucking cars, and they're drunk. Because for some reason they think you can, like, get drunk and get, drive a golf cart around and the cops aren't going to pull you over. But there's, like, always, like, some dude getting smashed in a fucking
1: golf cart so be
2: very careful when you're drinking and driving
1: this golf cart uh, i was thinking that, that's probably going to be me i'll be that guy
2: it's okay it's a, you're not a towner it's acceptable they just lock you up like uh, otis for one night in marybury
1: dude that is ridiculous you mention that because my son my seven-year-old son of his own accord went on the DVR and recorded every episode of the Andrew Griffiths Show ever, starting last night. So now we have a thousand of them, and we watched them. Well, we do not watch a thousand of them. We watched a few tonight. And Otis was his favorite character because he's like, he reminds me of you. Oh, my God.
2: He's like, Daddy, it's just like you when you come in after working <laughs> all day. And That's smells true. like, he looks just like you smell, Dad.
1: <laughs>
4: That's
1: right. He's sweaty and greasy and falling down. Oh, <laughs> it's so cute. He's
2: sleeping it off just like you, Dad. <laughs> That's
3: right.
2: It's adorable. The, the, the scary say. part is is where he starts comparing you to Aunt B.
1: He's like, "Oh, Aunt B." <laughs> That's right. No, I I don't make pies nearly as good as Aunt B.
2: I was gonna say you need to tell your wife she needs to learn to cook like Aunt B. Except for Aunt B's pickles, because no one liked Aunt B's pickles.
1: Is that true? Yes,
2: that's a true episode I saw not that long ago where they wanted Aunt B wanted to go into like making her pickles and giving them away, and she made a ton of them and was making Barney and Andy like test the pickles and whatever, and they hated them but they didn't have the really? heart to tell Aunt B she oh, didn't shucks. like them. And uh, finally she figured it out, and all was good. She just beat Opie up a little bit. <laughs>
1: she made him, she force fed him all the pickles.
2: She she, she reversed, engineered some pickles on him. She put him up on <laughs> his arse.
1: Oh, my god! It became punishment. Okay. Was, yeah, well, that's what they if thought he until he that, that, that's Again, I'm going
2: to
3: make you eat
2: pickles. Yeah, I think that was a very metaphoric uh, episode about man on man love and
1: child endangerment. Oh, is that right? Did she name the pickles Andy and Barney? Well, it
2: was the way that Andy and Barney were force feeding each other the pickles that I found incredibly disturbing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Was 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 uh Andy the very, like flipping between his his zipper fly and his pants, and making Barney like eat the pickle? It was a very very
2: early um, version of gagging porn, is what I would yeah. like of it to. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ, Andy Griffith pickle porn.
2: Nothing like Otis wearing a leather mask to really make you <laughs> make you.
1: With his greasy ass hair Like poking up between the eyes of the mask And <laughs> just
2: his little hat on the top His little drunk hat that he's always holding <laughs> God bless Otis Oh yes I bet he was one but of I'll those characters where, That people assumed were like Drunk all the time in real
1: life Maybe he was
2: Maybe he was like the world's greatest character actor
1: well, it's, it's, it's amazing how progressive these shows were because the episode that we saw, the first one, it was Otis. He comes stumbling in, of course, and he's drunk off his fucking uh, – out of his mind. And he, uh, yeah. he goes into the, into the cell like he does, you know, yeah. that's he like does. his home away from home. Yeah. And he comes out the next morning, totally sober. He does have a home. You never see it, I don't think. But he comes out the next morning, and he's like, I've been working a night job to save up money for this thing. And they're like, well, what's the thing, Otis? And he says, it's a surprise. And he buys a car. And the whole episode was about like not driving drunk. <laughs> right. So did and
2: he or did he not?
1: Well, they had this whole plan because uh, they were concerned. They were quite concerned. And they learned that he had gone to a house where they drank hooch and whiskey and rot gut. And they staked it out. And sure enough, he comes out drunk, and he passes out on the hood of the car. So what they do is they take him to the jail, and they put him in the cell, and they throw water on his face. And then Andy and Barney commence to talk about him like he's dead and a ghost and, like, how he got drunk and drove his car into the river and drowned the whole time while he's awake and thinks that he's, he's dead, you know? So they're doing a whole, right. uh, a whole fucking shtick on him. Make him think he's dead. He's pretty I would sue the shit out of him for that. But, uh, <laughs> Dude, they should be in jail. <laughs> that's psychological warfare right there. But of course he learns his lesson and the the funny quote unquote At any the time bit, did
2: they penetrate him with a broom handle while he was passed out.
1: No, but they shut a lot of Aunt B's pickles up his is rump. <laughs> they. <Yeah. So> <laughs> they pickled now when, They pickled him is what they called <laughs> it.
2: Dude, that's a proverbial statement all the way around for otis he so, was uh, pickled he was pickled he has been pickled
1: <laughs> wow that's right yeah that, that's that's only company. they they uh they pickled this bun
2: so is mayberry a dry county i mean why are they having to hide
1: out to drink the hooch? well I think so because there's many references to like having a still you know, and nobody else seems to drink. You don't ever see wine or beer or Jägermeister in a Andy Griffith's episode. I'm just trying to think if
2: they ever went any of those mixers and stuff that they would go to if they were ever drinking anything. Probably not. I mean, it's fucking Andy Griffith. He probably drank coffee, like, with
1: it, it was punch. They, they did have a mixer on one of the episodes and they were just, like, drinking punch.
2: You know what? Someone... If you're going to drink coffee, they need to go back to making people drink coffee out of, like, those old-timey mugs with a saucer to see how many people would continue to drink coffee.
1: Uh, None. None would. I wouldn't. If I, if I had to deal with a fucking saucer, I would stop drinking coffee immediately.
2: Do you drink coffee? Do I see you at the fucking grocery store holding a coffee in, like, a sleeve with, like, one of those tops on it, and you're, like, drinking coffee, walking As- around shopping for your groceries? Absolutely
1: fucking not, dude.
2: <laughs> Good, dude. I didn't want to. I didn't want to break up the band on tonight's episode. But if you were fucking walking around with a a coffee in a sleeve, like while you were shopping, I, we would have to break up everything. This is over. This is over right now. Dude, if
1: that's the case. We have coffee in the morning that we make at home. I have two cups. That's it. I scoff at people, including my wife. By the way, I should lower my voice now who like to do Starbucks and shit. I'm like, come on, it's fucking coffee. You could buy... Why would you pay two bucks for a coffee at Starbucks whenever you can get an entire fucking tub of coffee to make it home for like 89 cents? It's fucking coffee.
2: I don't know. I do not drink coffee, but my wife does enjoy coffee. But I just can't do it, dude. I, like I told you on another episode, I had a bad trip on coffee when I was at St. Edward's, so I'm never, ever going to drink coffee again.
1: Yeah, you did mention that. I do remember that.
2: Yeah, when your pee smells
1: like coffee, something's wrong with coffee.
2: Or your liver is failing.
1: Yes. Or something is right with your pee. I would drink pee that smells like coffee.
2: <laughs> would you? I should have recycled it.
1: No, I would not drink pee that smelled like coffee.
2: Funny thing is... It Unless is it had like some creamer too. in it. Creamer. Did y- I'll have it with the chunky creamer, please. I can't trust people with my food, dude. I'm afraid. That's another thing I saw as I drove across the country was people like unsanitary people serving food items and just being generally unsanitary.
1: You mean just uh, random gas stations and truck stops?
2: No, like even at like McDonald's and stuff, like anywhere. Well, yeah.
1: Everybody's unsanitary in those places.
2: I know. I'm like, but they're supposed to be. You know, this is this is it. I, I always well say it. I went to a steak and shake, right, dude? You familiar with steak and shake?
1: I am. I've had them once. Unfortunately, there's none around here, and one opened up in Austin briefly, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. I Had a great right. sandwich. You
2: know what? The steak and shake, the food is pretty damn good, dude. That's why I go there. My daughter likes it. My wife likes it. It's like the one place we can agree to go. It's pretty cheap, really. You know, you don't have to spend a bunch of money. But we're at this fucking steak and shake. And somehow, before we got there, I guess, the whole fucking place was totally packed or something. Because when we got there, there's nobody there. But the place looked like it had been fucking put inside in a bag and like shook until it exploded because it was like in such disarray and there's like oh, this spilled wow. there's this spilled mop bucket sitting like in the middle of the floor and no. instead of cleaning up the mop bucket they just put a fucking wet sign right like a wet area sign and you had to walk through the fucking dirty water to get to the table they're just like walking through this fucking thing I swear to god and I'm like what that- the fuck is going on like, they were seating people and they were just all walking through. Like, every person that came in had to walk through this dirty mop water that just is dumped over on the floor. Dude, and is I was fucking like, it's unfucking believable. Then I start looking around this place and I'm like, oh my God, this place is a fucking wreck. And I was just Did like, you leave? No. no. No, I didn't. I ate my hamburger. Wow. I, I love their fries. <laughs> That's the bad.
1: That's why i do not give a shit, because they're like, nobody's going to leave. Fuck it. Yeah, but People like the regional manager
2: would have come in there. They would have fucking probably blown up or something.
1: Oh, the regional manager is probably 18 years old. No, that see, that was the
2: other sad part. They brought the manager out. There was some, It seems like when I go to Steak and Chick, too, there's always some kind of drama at the register. Oh, no. Last time I went, listen to this. Last time I went, the people across from us ordered some salads, right? Sure. And they ordered the taco salads. And the taco salad comes with, like, Fritos on top of it. So they get their taco salads with Fritos, oh, and they take, like, three or four bites out of it. And they're like, wait, we ordered these without Fritos. Or, no, they didn't say that. They said, we forgot to order these without Fritos.
1: So we don't they want to forgot. pay for it. Yeah. No, so we fuck don't. you. If you forgot it, that's on you, bitch.
2: <laughs> right, and so they start making this big fucking stink about it until they're like, okay, you can have them for free, right? No, <laughs> the
1: people,
2: yes. So the people are eating these fucking free taco salads, and then they order, like, hamburgers to eat afterwards.
1: I have lost all respect for Steak and Shake. If these people admitted we meant to order it without it, but give it to us free, I'd be like, no, fuck you. Get, get Stefan. Right.
2: See that's the crazy part, dude. That's what America's turned into, though. If you like insist on yeah. something, those people would be like, you know what? I went to the paper because we forgot to get order Fritos, not on our taco salad, but they gave it to us for free, and then we ate them anyways with the fucking Fritos. If you if I'm giving that to you for free and you don't like it, you're I'm taking it back. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like throwing it out. I'm saying, oh, I'm sorry, you can't eat that. Because it's got those Fritos on there that you fucking hate. I'm not letting them keep it and eat it.
1: No, fuck. Companies are so fucking terrified of social media now that even though those idiots, it was their fault, they'll be like, oh, well, they'll complain on Facebook and we'll lose 20 customers. Right. And it'll be – they'll turn into
2: something that it's not. Right. You know what I mean? And be like, they didn't like us because he was – smoking a vaporizer, and I had an earring in that you could put a basketball through.
1: Well, what they're afraid of is those customers will put a spin on it. Like, I have a Frito allergy, and I told them I would totally break out in, like, Frito blisters if I, if I had Fritos on my salad, and they put Fritos on it, even though the company knows that that's bullshit, but they're like, ah, oh, we don't want the headache. The- <laughs> right, now everybody has a Frito allergy.
2: You know, I read a thing today. This is crazy. I got a thing from,
1: <laughs>
2: Sorry about that. from uh, Bernie Sanders. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Monsanto. Monsanto is paying off the government to make it so they don't have to list your GMO uh, modified foods and how your food was modified on packaging because they don't want you to know what they do to your food. I don't know what huh? GMO is. Can you explain that to me? GMO just means genetically modified. I know, but what does that mean?
1: Well, I mean, foods have been genetically modified since we could splice two plants together. So that's not the big deal. The big deal is that now we're able to actually do it at the cellular G level, and we don't have the, uh, the forecast of time to know if it's good or bad. And so, People are just, like, splicing genes like, like, together to make new corn or new uh, broccoli or whatever, and just putting it on the market without knowing whether or not it would be cancer or not. So that's the problem. It's not necessarily that GMO is bad. It's that it's just going straight to market without any sort of testing or anything, any long-term so
2: I, testing. I actually read that what they can do as well is put a pesticide inside of, like, a seed. Uh-huh, and make the seeds yeah. so it's like resistant to rodents and and pests, which fucking scares the fuck out of me because then whatever that seed fruit is producing is obviously getting into your body,
1: oh yeah, I mean if the plant well, it's the same thing with like uh you know they they pump animals that we turn into meat to eat full of like all these antibiotics to keep them quote unquote healthy. And so then we eat all these antibiotics, and that's that's why bacteria is, like, evolving and shit, because we're just full of antibiotics that we don't even need.
2: Man, what a bummer of a show. What happened to this show, Rufus?
1: Now that's we're all...
2: Comedic- we're even genetically modified. Really? Well, yeah, I mean, I- we live longer because of it. True.
4: What do you think would it was wonder, like to
2: be like, when you were 20 in like 1841, do you think you felt like you were like 45? Or do you think you felt uh, still like a 20-year-old dude?
1: No, if you were 20, you probably felt like you were 85. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that would suck. That no would hope, really no suck. aspirations. You, you peaked at 13, and then after oh that, in the middle age.
3: That's no why they way. say 80 is the new 13.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. What do you think it's going to be like to be 80?
1: Honestly, dude, I I don't think I'll make it that long, if I had to be honest with you. but No, uh, I, know, I never thought I was going
2: to make it past 31. I kind of thought 31 really? was going to be it for me, yeah.
1: I've always aspired to the next I don't decade. know why. Like, when I was... When I was 20, I knew, I knew, I was aware of the fact that I was just dumb and ignorant. And I was like, I can't wait till I'm 30 because I'll have figured out so much shit. And then in my 30s, I was still just like, damn, I'm so fucking stupid and ignorant. I can't <laughs> wait till I'm 40 because I'll know it all. And now that I'm in my 40s, I'm like, man, I don't know fucking shit. But I, I've lost See, hope. I'm like, I'll, I'll just never right. know anything. So I'm just going to. But the deal <laughs> is, what you've reached now is
2: that you're, it's all fucking so fucking pointless. It's all it's not, pointless. It seems so pointless. I mean, you can't vote for who you want. You can't do what you want. It just is fucking pointless. You're just a cog in a wheel
1: to make something happen.
2: I, small mechanism, I, and then that's it.
1: I, I have a more optimistic attitude. I think. I think it's, it's not pointless. I think it's, it's pointless to hope that one day you'll reach a point where it's not pointless. I think it's just pointless, and that's the way it is, so at least have a good fucking time until you die. And you're right. I mean, nothing you do is going to matter in the long term except for passing on your genes. But politics and all the bullshit, you know, one day, no matter how bad it gets, at least you won't have to deal with it any fucking more. And then let the other idiots fucking stumble along.
2: You know what? I think that's why with this show and stuff, we're giving it a point for us. We're giving the fucking living a point. This is like a point for me. You know what I mean? I'm making a difference by having this radio show with you right now, Rufus. And we're making a difference by bringing 420 Products USA to the world. If I agree. You start playing some patriotic music right now. I would just like to say to all you people out there who think it's pointless, it's not pointless. You just got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Look yourself in the eye and say, I can do this. I can do it. I can make it a point
1: to do a point. Right. Exactly. Well, my my point is the point is like now. Like it, right. That's don't right. wait for the point. Don't try to make this the point. The point is like, enjoy we it right do. now.
2: We need to preach to people in their 20s that the point is then. You know what I mean? I was waiting for the point. I thought the point would come to me. I didn't realize that I had to make the point. You know what I mean? Right got to make the point. We almost missed
1: out. Well, sometimes I still feel like I'm missing out. Oh, my what? God. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I thought I would just take that. I would, I would just do a complete 180 and make it depressing, even though I was trying to be hopeful. But, no, seriously, there is no point.
2: You've got no heart, dude. You didn't fucking feel it in your no from that fucking speech. You're fucking spineless.
1: I did. I did.
2: I wish I, I was...
1: I got, it it, it made beforehand. Aunt Bee's pickle. just
2: perked up. <laughs> really? It grabbed me in the Aunt B's pickle. Yeah. What was Aunt B's real story? Was she like a retired school teacher or just she was a widow?
1: Uh, I don't know. She sex dungeon. LGBTQPRX community. I know that. So you're saying Aunt B was a man, and B actually stood for Ben. She identified as an old school mom, but she was (laughs) really a man. She was a man. She was really a man in her mid-20s? Yeah. Yeah, she was a man in her mid-20s, but she identified as an old blue hair.
2: Right, and I don't want to say that uh, at night, her and Andy probably used to cuddle sometimes.
1: Oh, they cuddled, alright.
2: Was the deal? Did she like have a crush on Barney or not?
1: Uh, that I don't know. I'd have to analyze the uh, the episodes to find out. But that would be interesting think, to uh, uncover. Actually, I think she
2: was a um a retired nurse, right, Aunt B. Because I remember this one episode where she uh, she gave Barney a proctology exam. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was that was another educational issue. Rufus, I don't know if you saw it. It was all about proctology uh, exams and, and squirting. Yeah, <laughs> and, and squirting really. was her colonoscopy? I didn't even have that machine back then. Lotus. It was a it was a very touching episode where Aunt B was giving. Barney, uh proctology exam, and he squirted all over Otis as he slept it off.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. What's up? well Andy oh strummed
2: a country tune. dude, getting on his guitar? I'll tell you what. You got to give Andy credit, dude. He's a well-rounded uh, actor, musician.
1: You know what I mean? I got
2: hats oh, off Andy to him
1: with the shit. Have you ever seen the old movie A uh, Face in the Crowd with him? He plays one demented, fucked up motherfucker and it's really weird to watch knowing that he's Andy, you know, that Andy Griffith. He really plays a psycho in it. Pretty cool.
2: No, I'll have to see that.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does he get well, killed in, in the, the end? Does he prevail? I don't remember. I only saw a poster for it. No, oh, I, saw crazy. That,
2: I saw that you posted that uh, Bill and Ted, they were remaking, or they're they're doing another Bill and Ted? They're
1: doing a bill and Ted three, yeah, where they're in their early fifties and still Bill and Ted, so we'll see how that goes. Bill
2: Bill didn't look that good, Rufus. I mean do they do they have insurance on him? He looks like he's been drinking and drugging pretty hard for the last like thirty years. Uh,
1: I think the coverage on his liver lapsed. <laughs> yeah. That was a, no he can't get anybody to cover it.
2: That and the end of his red nose. He just can't get anybody on board to to give him any coverage. <laughs> no <shit. laughs> but no, I, I thought it was gonna be like Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters, or whatever. Oh no, like, they were just making it. another one. They were trying to reinvent, you know what I mean? Like making it with other people doing the same movie. Where this uh, one was gonna be, uh, Melissa McCarthy was gonna be both Bill and Ted.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, each one of her the, – the, one of her the large floppy breasts would be one or the other. Oh, my God. You, sir, have crossed the line, and I like it.
2: She's, like, everywhere. I don't get her. I don't get why people think she's so funny because I don't particularly enjoy her humor, I don't think.
1: I'm not too familiar with it. Um I, I, the first few times I saw her, I thought it was funny, but she, she seems kind of sticky, Like, you know, she's the yeah, a, a one-trick pony, so to speak. Well, you know, Clyde's have Dale. you ever seen that show,
2: Mike and Molly? I have. I have. And it's all, it's just back and forth. There's just not, so many like, times that I just was like, Mike, just do it, dude. Take out the fucking revolver and fucking finish her <laughs> off. Just fucking take her out. Because... She's mentally abusing you. I mean, that's like the whole show really? was like him being mentally abused by her and like being afraid of her all the fucking time.
1: Well, isn't that every sitcom, though, the wife is like she knows it all and the husband is just a dumbass fucking idiot that kind of stumbles along and eventually agrees with the wife? Dude, but do you not see the, like the
2: parallels in real fucking life? It's like the deal is you're the smart guy but it's just how you feel is like they're making you out to be the fucking stupid guy all the time. I mean I'm not, I'm not fucking Ray Barone. He's a pathetic son of a bitch. I think of myself more <laughs> like a Doug Heffernan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But uh man, that that Patricia Heaton, dude. It's pretty good back in those uh yeah. Everyone loves those Raymond days. She still looks pretty good in the middle. I that's saw I said. saw
2: an interview with her where she said that she doesn't wear underwear, ever.
1: Dude, she look, Have you seen her cooking show? She has a cooking no. show on Food Network. She looks even better. Yes, I, I think I they age her quite a bit. I'm I like, have. oh, man.
2: Well, I mean, how old is she? She's probably 55. See, I'm to the point, Rufus, where I feel like I go to the grocery store and I'm like, look at that old fucking bat. And it's like some chick that's like five years younger than me.
1: Yeah, me too. Did that makes sense? But
2: like, who's you that? You have understand, like, dude. Here I am in my late 40s, calling some like 36-year-old chicken old bat.
1: But people, we're rare people like that. I mean, because I've got like a lot of my Facebook friends are people that are my age, and they act like old fucking. It's like I, I identify more just naturally, not trying to be youthful. I see a lot of people my age. Behaving on Facebook like sharing stupid fucking shit that—that that it's like I'm like well, that's the shit my grandpa would do or my my dad I'm like come on what where's your fucking spark go too many people <laughs> just they just march too willingly into that yeah. yes. darkness you know dude
2: I'm telling you what Facebook is a bad fucking thing and I'm it, not yeah. I'm. I'm saying you get groups of like-minded people together acting like idiots, you're going to have a lot more fucking idiots just like on mass. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just saying, yeah, I saw it on Facebook. I mean, eh, I don't know. I don't know. Too many people wasting their fucking time with Facebook. And too many trolls out there. There's too many people that get off on, like, hurting people's self-esteem. You know what I mean? yeah. That it, It's just like there's sick fucking people out there, and they've got access to whoever the fucking whoever's life they want to ruin. you know Rufus that recently when I was on vacation, some guy tried to get me banned from Facebook. I think I told you about that, did
1: I not? you did you did you sent me an email or a text about that, and honestly I, i'm I'm familiar with that whole fucking Thing, that whole Facebook social media deal, because it's part of my job. And even I was confused. I was like, "What the fuck is like? Well, why? What did not make any sense to me? What you described? I, I thought I'll tell was you, We're going to talk
2: about more of this uh, in the uh, the VIP part of the show. Cool. And I would cue the VIP music if I could find it. And there it is. vip for show i'm zigzag i'm Rubus. Rubus. and we're back uh we were just talking about how facebook it made me prove who i was to them i had to prove my own existence to facebook to keep my zigzag account open which is my legal name by the way had it changed in 96 but uh Yeah, some guy doesn't agree with something I'm saying, right? Just some opinion I offered. I don't know this fucking guy from anybody, and he quote-unquote reports me as having a fake name to Facebook. Mm -hmm. They, like, come at me and are locking up my account and shit and trying to force me to change my name. I had to send a picture of my driver's license with my name on it and my birth date to, like, sync it up with the account. No,
1: no. And, I mean, I'm like, I don't feel
2: comfortable doing that.
1: I I, I did think that you were maybe just fucking with me, because is that really your license? Does it really say zigzag? Yeah, yes. No, no, you're fucking with me
2: now. For real? No, I sent it to you. How could it not be? You don't have Photoshop. Excuse me? You don't have a Photoshop. Why would I fake a government document, Rufus? That's ridiculous. I you're, I don't know. You're just ridiculous. But that's, I sent him a copy of my ID, and now that you see that my, my name is back to ZigZag on Facebook.
1: Well, that's awesome.
2: Yes. But, I mean, it's just ridiculous that you have to prove to them. I mean, that's just the troll of it all. Some guy, I mean, there's they're doing that to like a million people a fucking day. Oh, yeah, Like, you know what? I'm going to fuck this person's account up because I don't like what they had to say. Of course, mine was pro-marijuana, right? But it wasn't hateful. It was a very intelligently crafted piece that I came up with. You know what I mean? So he reports me as, like, being offensive to him. And so Facebook looks over the post. They deemed it okay. But, you know, total bullshit. Total bullshit that (laughs) this guy basically harassed me. I, I feel harassed.
1: You should feel harassed, and, and not only by that guy, but that Facebook fucked with you because here's the deal. You made a pro-marijuana statement. Honestly, right. Facebook, it is in their best interest to have pro-marijuana people involved because when you get high, you just waste a shitload of time on Facebook right. and click exactly. ads and make impulse buys. I mean, really, it's it's ridiculous that they 90% would 90% like.
2: of the people on Facebook are getting high.
1: I'm going to have to say that. that not.
2: Dem- demographic wise, I would say that the typical age of a Facebook user is someone who smokes pot. Like the highest percentage of people that smoke pot would be within that same age range.
1: Yeah. Uh, maybe I, I, Twitter might have more than market share, but Facebook so this, I'm sure has a lot. Go
2: ahead. So, this particular guy who's harassing me, I replied to a post on a website called Parents Opposed to Pop, right? And they yep. spawn like the most ridiculous shit headline that you've ever heard, like man smokes joint and kills 14 people, or I mean, all kinds of shit like that. It's just totally ludicrous lying stuff. They don't even. This is what makes me mad about this place is they post articles where they have only read the headline. They don't read the whole fucking story? Yeah, You know what I mean? And if you read the whole story, like nine times out of ten, it becomes like a pro-marijuana story. They don't even realize it.
1: That's epidemic on Facebook, regardless of the subject matter. People just repost headlines, and that's it. Right.
2: Because then I... See, what I was doing was just bringing out stuff that it said in the actual article. Did you read the article? It says this and this and this and this and whatever. But this guy who post on their website too Who's some anti Christ marijuana guy Anti marijuana guy That uh He like starts Coming at me Calling me stupid and shit right And that if it was up to me all society Would just be high on pot and fucking Blah blah no, blah good Lord. You know. It was all about pharmaceuticals And I was saying that you know people are getting Addicted to pharmaceuticals that's the problem You know that's true and the guy is like, well, if it was up to you, we would still have polio and shit like that. What? Yes. This is the kind that doesn't of shit make this any guy fucking sense. Well, that, that he said it like I said that all like pharmaceutical drugs are bad. I didn't say that. I said pain-killing pharmaceuticals, first of all. But then, yeah, then I get fucking harassed by this guy, by him reporting me and all this shit. And then I have to prove to them that I wasn't the fucking bad guy? That's just fucked up. What's his name? They, they have no authority. They have no authority over me. Them demanding to see my fucking ID, I was like being extorted.
1: What's uh? What's the guy? What's his name? What's his handle on Facebook?
2: I want to see, and that's what sucks, too, is because now I went back to that parent supposed to pot, and they, like, deleted all his posts because he was coming at me like such a dick, and they know it looked bad for their
1: fucking website interesting interesting yeah
2: they got rid of everything he posted what do you think of that what give me your opinion on that i don't really know i'm kind of naive in the workings of this kind of social media shit
1: i don't know ultimately i just think it's bullshit that you got like momentarily banned and had to prove your yourself as far as like that group or that guy i mean fucking facebook is it's a fucking waste of time. Honestly, if it wasn't, like, beneficial to our brand and, like, getting right. a hypersoft name out there, I personally would have nothing to do with fucking Facebook. Right. But I kind of have to. I agree to, with you
2: that. Know? I mean, other than, like, once occasionally getting to see a random chick that you've never met or anything in the bikini with her nipple sticking out uh, on a beach in Maui or something, I mean, it's good for that, oh, yeah. too. That's true, It's like trolling people's friends looking for the chick in the bikini. You're like, yeah, that's the chick that looks like she'd put a picture of herself in a bikini online. And usually there's a fat, hairy one. A
1: fat, hairy nipple? (laughs) No, no. I'm just kidding.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Facebook's just beyond me. I guess I'm not smart enough.
1: The whole social media thing is just, I'm so fucking tired of it. I I would love to just bail out, but it's Unfortunately for, like,
2: you know. Yeah, it's it, how you
1: it, sell stuff. It is. It is. There's no doubt.
2: There's no doubt. Speaking of selling stuff, dude, uh got some pictures. The new Bud Buddy, it, the mold is done, and they're just polishing Woo! it up. We're getting ready to do our first run. So this is fucking exciting shit, Rufus. I shit you not. This is a oh, big fucking really? deal. Yes. These All new right. fucking That's... Bud Buddies, dude. These new bud buddies, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not even kidding here. These are fucking game changing, dude. The design of this fucking thing is game changing. Really? It's gonna be, it's gonna be a big
1: deal. It really is. just game, mean, I'm is not game good changing. In, this. It's game changing for 420 products or for the industry yeah, in general. Yeah, it's
2: game changing for like we're gonna be able to take this thing out there and go look. This deal fucking works and it makes sense by the way that they're selling weed and shit now. It's gonna uh, fucking. Uh, it's gonna be awesome.
1: It is. Yeah. Let's do it. Yes, I, I, just, I, I just can't wait.
2: I can't either, dude. I'm like bursting. I'm, I feel like I don't like talking about it because I get too fucking excited about it. I think I squirted. I squirted.
1: Squirt <laughs> really, did you really?
2: Did you pull an on yourself? Just, well, I was also giving myself a proctology exam.
1: Well, that always helps. I do that twice a day. It's only healthy. I used the, the Butt Buddy for that.
2: <laughs> That's right. That's a whole other product line that we're coming out with. You know what? And I, On that trip, I also sent you a couple of, of pages of stuff that I was saying to myself. And I think when you get out there, I had some good ideas out there at fucking Curie Beach when I was there. I You have to go to Fort Fisher and get that Bud Buddy that I left for you there underneath that
3: log. What?
1: So sorry, easy how easy to how find. I do I do it? To get it? I can't make the whole. Shut- I called the shuttle guys today. The guys picking me up from the airport, and they're like, "We got a packed fucking shuttle. You know, uh, if you want in, do it now." And so I can't like derail the whole fuck with those. All- I'm, I'm, I'm gonna not be, like, saying me, that. My son and sixty-year-old take
2: people. over the golf cart. Just take the golf cart over. You got over- this thing built up in your mind. You're gonna be like, "Oh, that's the fucking ferry. You can take a golf cart on the ferry, and it takes like ten minutes."
1: Can I take a golf cart on the ferry?
2: Yes. Yes, you can drive the golf cart into Curie Beach. That's what I'm saying, dude. You're right there. You're literally like three miles from where I was, probably. Two of them by ferry.
1: Why didn't you know you can take a golf cart in the ferry? What sort of fantasy wonderland is, is this place?
2: You can take a golf that... cart. Take whatever you want.
1: Man, this is. It's like a wonderland. I've I've never dealt with a place where you're like driving battery powered golf carts and ferrying over the ocean at the same time and uh, you can go the to an island and a- the it. All right, well if I can get the golf cart, like I said, I don't I don't know how many golf carts our house comes with, but I'll take you'll one. Be able on rent, the- you'll
2: be able to rent a golf cart, an extra golf cart for like ten bucks. Just stock up on beer, dude. That's what I'm telling you. I want you to drive into the TP and stock up on beer when you get there, because the, everything is like fucking 10 o'clock, and you're gonna be like, "What? No beer?" I don't want you to go into the shakes there. It's not a place for a guy with the shakes. That's that's a true story.
1: Well, I'll, I'll cool myself off by going into the ocean when I have the shakes. But I'll do DTs in in, in the water.
2: Yes, people just don't yell shark during a, a DT seizure and get the, the locals stirred up thinking there's a shark out there. I'll tell you what, <laughs> sitting by the fucking ocean, and when I was there last year, that was when those people got attacked by the sharks. Sitting by the ocean, you could easily see how the Jaws was written, how Jaws was written. Because really? the whole fucking town was on edge just waiting for another fucking shark attack. mm it's crazy. I can see how someone would write that because when you're just staring off into the fucking ocean, that's why you gotta get that bud buddy, dude. When you're staring off to the ocean, high on some weed, it's fucking some pretty special stuff.
1: This ocean's creepy, man. I mean, in a good way. Yep. It's like when you—it just goes on and so fucking yep. deep and like unknown. I love the ocean. I—I I I don't like being you in it, it or on it, it but, but it I, just I, I, I like being near it.
2: Seagulls are like the angriest fucking birds ever. I want you to notice that when you're there and how how a pelican does not grow some kind of thing out of the back of its head that makes it so it can spear a fucking seagull, I don't know. Because all seagulls do is like fucking live off of pelicans. The pelican will dive what? for a fucking fish, right? And a seagull will be like right by the pelican the whole fucking time. Like all the time there's a fucking seagull by a pelican. And they try to steal the fish from the fucking pelican when it comes up and tries to put it down its throat. It's fucking uh, bullshit. Uh,
1: sounds like me and my son at CC's.
2: Another thing is that people throw cigarette butts out on the beach. Like it's a That's fucking normal thing. Fucking it's because it's North Carolina, dude. North Carolina is tobacco country. You're going to see some strange things. I mean, even stranger than Arkansas, dare I say.
1: I thought this was tobacco country, especially like, you know, chaw mouth tobacco country, but it's cigarette country there.
2: Oh yeah. Big time.
1: A lot of, lot of people vaping too. There's
2: so many, just something about people vaping makes me think that they're up to no good. You know what I mean? If you're vaping, it reminds me, I don't know why I really have no idea, but it reminds me of who's that, the evil character oh, fuck. Gold member. Who was the
1: like the good guy
2: in gold member?
1: Oh, uh, James Bond? Oh, not gold
2: member. Gold yeah, gold member, not gold finger. Gold member with uh, the guy from
1: oh. uh <laughs> you know? the, the Mike Myers guy,
2: yeah. Yeah, Mike Myers. Oh my god. I smoke too much I weed. I can't remember the name of the guy. Austin
1: Powers. There's something about vaping in general. I know it's better for you, and I vape. I don't do it now because I don't give a shit. But there's something so obnoxious about it. When I see somebody vaping, I'm just like, like smoke a fucking cigarette, you douchebag.
2: Exactly. Exactly. But that's because we don't smoke. You know? Did you see where now that that vaping liquid is giving people popcorn lungs? Have you seen that? So, I mean, of course, putting anything in your lungs like that, especially some liquid, I wonder if anybody's ever drowned from vaping.
1: I, you're not I don't to know. It could be possible. Your
2: lungs, right? But it's giving people popcorn lung, which is a disease that people get that work in microwave popcorn factories, breathing in the buttery smell of Jeez the popcorn. Christ. Yeah. It, like, gives you, like, nodules inside of your lungs. So think about that next time you're going, oh, that popcorn smells so good.
3: <laughs>
2: so do you hear my dog? Over there? Yeah, I do. What's going on? Trick-or-treaters I don't know. there?
1: He's going fucking ape shit. He's, <laughs> he's, he's not that smart. His brain's the size of a black-eyed pea.
2: You're going to walk in a like, situation outside your door. The dog's protecting your son.
1: You're getting hey, drunk in the... Dog, other-
2: there think
1: kind of that this, read in the... This idiot dog can protect anything. Uh, I love him. He's adorable. But uh, he's probably barking at a cow. Our neighbors have cows. and He sees the cows and he's like, holy fucking shit. I'm going to tear the cow up. And he barks until... He's about to explode, and we let him out. And he's like, yeah, that cow's really fucking big. I'm going to come back inside now.
2: What's to eat? What do we got to eat? I got a question, Rufus. How how clean do they get that area where they, like, knock down your old house? I mean, are you worried that there's, like, nails and shit in that area or not?
1: Oh, no, it's sparkling clean. I mean, there's some trash, but uh, he was actually very concerned about that because – the first thing that they used to knock it down was like a backhoe or a bulldozer deal, but it had tires. And he was like, "If I get a nail in that tire, it's a hundred bucks to fucking fix it." So we'll knock the house down with this, but then I'm going to bring in my bulldozer, which has tank treads, to like clear everything up. And so they cleared it up. We burned the fuck out of everything, and everything that didn't burn, like all the steel, he bent up. <laughs> The whole undercarriage of the single-wide trailer that made up the core of that house, I mean, this is like an I-beam or two, and he just took that fucking, like, backhoe arm and bent it into a a bow and put it on the back of a truck. So we took all that away. Then he dug two big-ass fucking, like, 20-foot-deep holes, pushed everything else into it, and buried it. And, like, there's nothing. Nothing left. And we're just waiting for the grass to grow back. (laughs) Just think, dude, when they do that archaeological dig on your old house (laughs) there. What will they find? What about that? Like 10,000 years from now, they'll find my house. They'll dig it up and be like, wow, this guy liked Van Halen. Therefore, everybody, every human being was a Van Halen fan back then. Because that's kind of how I think about history now. It's like we find (laughs) one thing we assume that's how everyone fucking thought back then, you
2: know? Well, could that's just crazy, be... dude. Because just think about how you used to, You think, you know, a city built on top of a city, but on top of a city, blah, blah, blah. That's oh, yeah. exactly what you're doing right there. Interesting. they'd be like in the late, you know, late 1900s, they liked Van Halen. In the mid uh, 20th century, they probably listened to like some gay rock or something.
1: Well, I've always wondered about, about, like, ancient history. Like, they pick up a pot that has, like, a picture etched into it of them carving the heart out of a goat. And they're like, well, these people carved the hearts out of goats. They always did. Right. Without assuming that, well, maybe this one idiot did that because he was (laughs) fucking psychotic.
2: I know exactly what you're saying because I watched a thing about cave drawings the other night, and I had the exact same thought they're like, oh, yeah, there must have been bison in this area because they drew pictures of bison or whatever. I'm like, I'm just thinking about the guy who just made up that shit and was just drawing some shit out of sheer boredom. They make it like he's leaving some kind of clue for them. I'm like, no, he's drawing it because he's fucking bored and sitting in a cave while it's raining out. Uh, Because I want people to know there was bison here.
1: I, I swear, I got 23,000 23, years from now, somebody's going to stumble upon some structure and dig it up, and some super Harry Potter fan will have preserved his Harry Potter books, and they'll be like, oh my this God. is the religion of the day. <laughs> these are the tales that led these people into their right. thinking and their ways. And, right.
2: what, what's crazy is that we know that it's all just bullshit stories because the Greeks, you know, all their shit was founded on like gods and goddesses and stories like that. And we know right. it not to be true. You know what I mean? So
1: history but you can't is blame weird. Them. I mean it is a weird thing, but you can't you can't blame those guys. I mean when you're you know nothing you look right. up I'm and saying, versus... don't know. They have no idea.
2: Yeah. Oh my god. I'm hoping that it's the the word of the Lord of Hypersloth that they're digging up and going, you know what, I'm guessing 23,000 years from now, we'll probably just be peaking.
1: I, think, I I like to think that Hypersloth is the Bill and Ted of the future, in a way.
2: Let's invent a time machine. I got a great idea, dude. Let's invent a time machine. They sound like they could if they wanted to. Did you ever see
1: that uh, movie, Fly? The movie what? Why?
2: The Fly with Jeff Goldblum.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw it back in the day when it came out. How awesome is it
2: that he, like, turns into half a fucking fly?
1: That What a it's great good. idea for a fucking movie. The special effects in that movie were fucking great, not only for the day, but, like, they stand up. They're really good. And, that, you know, that's a remake from a 50s movie.
2: Yeah, I did know that, but I'd say that Jeff Goldblum—that was a really special movie to me for some reason. I'm not even sure why. I think it's the first time I realized uh, I had gay feelings for Jeff Goldblum.
1: Well, I, I like that scene where he like does he like vomit on some guy's face yes. and like suck up the juice. Yeah, I was like, man, that's, that's almost awesome. exactly
2: what I'm thinking like.
1: Yes, there
2: is that, that. If you haven't seen it, folks, watch the Fly with Jeff Goldblum. You'll not be disappointed. You know, there was a bunch of old cool movies back then. I was thinking all the old Disney movies that I thought was, like, really awesome when I was a kid. you remember The Cat from Outer Space?
1: No. no.
2: What? Oh, what? Well, the Cat from Outer Space and Escape from Witch Mountain. You familiar with that one?
1: Escape from Witch Mountain. Absolutely for sure, man.
2: Great yeah. fucking well, movie. I mean, the Cat from Outer Space was a lot like that. I think at some point they actually teamed up later and, and did one together. But uh, Tony and Tia, you remember them from Escape from Witch Mountain then, right? Yes. I think I had a yeah. big crush on Tia, by the way. And then I, my daughter, I was we were talking about movies for this trip for my daughter to watch on the DVD player on the way down. And I was trying to think of, like, old movies that I liked, like that movie. And it didn't even, I was like, man, it's the most awesome movie. I think I learned a lot from it, blah, blah, blah. And I watched it again and I really liked it. My daughter's like, Boring, turn on Spongebob. <laughs> yeah. SpongeBob was a lot more cerebral, I must admit.
1: I don't know why people yeah. hate Spongebob. I think SpongeBob's awesome. I mean, as cartoon goes, I think it it's so weird enough that it has stuff that's really dumb that kids like, but at the same time. They do things that adults can be like. Oh, okay, I, I I see there's an adult in control. Some really good Right. I mean, pe-
2: I mean, people like make like SpongeBob is like a child molester or something, where that he's like spreading some kind of awful message to kids. I'm like, SpongeBob has a job. You know what I mean? His own yeah. place. That's like more than nine, no wonder people hate it. They're like, I'm still living with my parents with my three fucking kids. You know what I mean? They're like, of course I hate SpongeBob. He has his own house. They think he's on welfare, dude. Here's something that happened when I was gone: little Uh kid gets eaten by an alligator at fucking Disney World.
1: Eaten? Did Did he get eaten? I just thought it like ran at him.
2: No, it it killed him. It killed him. It didn't eat him. It It drowned him. It It his body. Yes, yes. You really didn't hear about that? But okay, so all this is happening when I'm on vacation. And this lady comes up to me and my wife at the fucking pool. honest to God, Rufus. And her kids are playing on like an inflatable alligator that they bought like two weeks before this even happened, right? And she Uh, asked me why. She's like, are you offended by the alligator? Like she was us if we were offended that her kids are playing on an inflatable alligator because this alligator ate some kid in Disney World.
1: So she's an alligatorist.
2: And I said, absolutely. Get that fucking alligator out of my sight, you fucking crazy bitch. <laughs> she didn't. She she kept the alligator. <laughs> They're just. Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited for your vacation, Rufus. Are you going to be able to call into the show on your vacation?
1: Um, shit I'm going to try to. I, I, I don't see why I can't. Yeah, I'll try to.
2: Dude, you what you need to do... When, when are you staying?
1: What are your dates on this trip? The 12th through the 17th. It's very short.
2: Twelve through the 17th. All right. Well, it's almost a week. On Friday, dude, I think you need to take your trip up. We'll do a live version of the show where you take the uh, you can take the ferry with the golf cart to get the weed. It's going to be a live show.
1: That sounds like an adventure. That's a phrase dude, I've never that is- you, get,
2: you gotta do if you're gonna bring it As a fucking power duo You don't talk about yeah, it You do it's
4: it right.
2: I left the weed To make this happen Just on the pure chance this could happen We at least have to try to make it happen
1: Alright We'll see what happens
2: That sounds like it definitely not
1: uh, Hey If it doesn't happen we'll stage it. Look I'm gonna tell you right now
2: dude In all honesty you're going to be so fucking bored, you're going to be like, dude, I can't wait for the fucking adventure, because this is so fucking goddamn boring. Well, dude, I hate to tell you honesty, that, you're going to be man, bored.
1: Sitting on the beach
2: is fun to... for like an hour and 15 minutes.
1: Dude, boredom is something I miss. I wish I craved I fucking boredom, because everything, every day is something to fucking deal with. I would love to I be would, able to like look around
3: and be like, man, I'm bored. I haven't felt that in kind years.
2: Of the beach is a special kind of board. But I did have an idea for some stuff that I wrote up, some inventions, dude. And I'm not going to say them on the air, but I'm going to take a picture of my notepad and send it to you because these <laughs> okay, are some brilliant great. ideas. I went one. I got one thing to say to you: beach umbrella. That's all I'm saying. Beach umbrella oh. accessory. Oh. Uh, is this Our your invention or is this
1: advice for being on the beach? Excuse me? Is it, is, are we talking about an, an invention of yours or are you giving me advice for when I'm on the beach? Like I should oh, have a and beach umbrella. An invention. an invention that
2: could really be put together pretty easy that could make some coin, I do believe.
1: Let me guess. I'm gonna, I'm going to guess right now. It's a beach umbrella that when you open it up, a mosquito net falls down around you so that you're completely encompassed.
2: <laughs> no, but that's a pretty good idea, Rufus. I can see that can turn into something. This, okay. this could be that could be a sister of my product. So now we have okay. two products. It's not edible, is it? No, it's not edible. No, it is not. You really want me to tell you, don't you? No, I don't. I don't
1: know. No, we We gotta stop giving shit away. You know I texted real. you
2: those screenshots. I texted you some screenshots. I think it's in there texted you some screenshots with my ideas of things I was thinking with at the beach. I hope that you got them.
1: I did. I did get them, but they just, they wouldn't size up right on my phone or my computer, so I need to save them and open them up in something else. So I haven't looked at them, but I did get them.
2: This is some brilliant shit, dog. Brilliant shit. Hey, what's the deal? Shut up. That's just rude. Now you'll never know.
3: Being honest.
2: Hey, Sure uh, what's the deal with, you said that you, your modem is like a million times better than it was before. What was that
1: about? Oh, well, my modem is, uh, well, I got a new modem that, we have satellite internet, right? So, like, we can't stream Netflix because it burns up our data. We have a data allowance right. for the month during the day. Overnight, where we're fucking unconscious, we have, like, unlimited data, but we never use it because we're unconscious. So we have this new modem that you can program it to record Netflix movies overnight and then stream them later because it saves it on the router. And it's pretty fucking sweet. We've watched a lot of movies and stuff with it. Wow, that sounds movie. awesome. It is awesome. It is awesome. And it records a lot. I'm just super surprised.
2: And the guy from the the
1: data streaming place, he's the one that told you about it? Yeah, he upsold us, and normally I, you know, probably would have punched him in the face and kicked him out the door, but because I miss being able to watch Netflix movies, because I, I don't want to go somewhere and rent a fucking movie, like from the Red right. Box. I, I listened to him, and I bought it on the spot. I Man, I literally said, here's 150 bucks, give it to me, and had it hooked up that night and recorded – dude, that night I recorded 12 movies, and the entire first season – a Better Call Saul. No I shit. Am. Oh yeah.
2: Dude, have you and ever been to like a red box and there's like a line?
1: I've bypassed the line. <laughs> Dude, I don't. I've... I don't wait in line at red box.
2: No. <laughs> there's some interesting people that are in line at the fucking red box. You get a whole like spectrum of fucking society right there in one little thing. They're like because they're the people that it's it's like the people that we're renting VCR shit when Redbox first came out. You know what I mean? Now they've moved exactly. up to TV when most people that are of any kind of ilk are just downloading shit from the internet and not bothering going and standing outside the 7-Eleven to rent a movie.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think to sound classist, but the people in line at Redbox are pretty much like the people you'd see Waiting for bread in the old USSR. I mean, they're <laughs> not. It's
2: a sad. <laughs> it's a brisk It's
1: a am I'm gonna tell you right now that like I,
2: I'm pretty sure I saw a poll where 92% of them are smokers.
1: Yeah, everyone is wearing pajama pants, no <laughs> right? shoes, and has two thirds at most of their teeth.
2: Some are teeth. Some are here. Some are there. Some are missing. Right. It is for a very interesting thing You know what Rufus, I have to pee tonight So you beat me You beat me down But I'm going to tell you this dude I missed this I missed what we have here I think we really connected tonight I feel really special and good about it
1: Yeah me too I was looking forward to it
2: I was looking forward to it too Then I think I got two stone Did I get two stone tonight? I don't think I did
1: I can't tell that you got all stoned, honestly. Really?
2: Oh, good. I guess I'll get more stoned then. But uh, next Friday, then? We on for next Friday? I still have that Tuesday night thing for a couple more weeks, dude. Then it's going to be over. So we'll be able to get on back with our Tuesday and Thursday shows. We'll get back into the rhythm of this thing. We'll play some music. We'll get down. We'll do some talking about the Bud Buddy. We'll do some talking about inventing things. We'll do some talking about changing the world. What do you think, Rufus? You down?
1: Uh, I think sounds great. I'll do something for Tuesday. It won't be nearly as entertaining as what we do together, but uh, we'll make up for it on Friday for sure. You know what?
2: And I, I apologize. I haven't been able to listen to most of the Tuesday stuff, but I'm going to get on it and listen to it this weekend, and uh, uh, we'll talk about no. it on next
1: Friday show. No, don't, don't listen to any, any of my solo bullshit. It's fucking no. terrible. Give me a
2: no. It is no. not terrible, dude. You know what sucks? is like I listened to the first – couple minutes of your solo stuff, and I'm like, damn, it's so good, dude,
1: that nah. I don't
2: know why i Sully did sullied and hijacked your show from you, and I feel bad about it. No, no,
1: no, no. The gold is in the conversation. Trust me. <laughs> oh, please. Please.
2: All right, Rufus, <laughs> until next Friday, my friend, uh, be well and prosper. We need to come up with, like, a catch thing.
1: We should. Catch. We should. You're
2: right. I mean, just come up with one right now. You can do it.
1: No, I can't, because I, I also have to pee. My mind is, is, is in P mode myself. I was just hoping to outlast you. All right. All right. I'll talk to you on Friday. Have a great week, people. Uh, listen
2: to Rufus on Tuesday night, and I'll be back with the Tuesdays and Fridays coming up soon. But let's take it out with a little farmer song, because I'm feeling awful high tonight.